Here you go. That's the prompt sheet. Thank you. In the creative process, there are two separate yet equally important mentalities. The daydreamers, who synthesize new combinations, and the pragmatics, who stress test new ideas. This is a marriage of two such people. The recordings are not rehearsed. The ideas are real. This is Pitching Ideas with Wifey. Do you know what's funny about that? What? Every time you do the intro, I can tell that you're reading it. Does that make sense? And? But no, what's funny about it is I have that shit almost memorized. Yep. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah. Like the Magnus thing. That's because I would do it enough times. You have a very music head. I know. So you you like to capture melodies and patterns. I do. I I should play blackjack. I never lose a blackjack. (laughs) I've never actually gambled gambled, like where you go professionally gamble, because Mm -hmm. that would be cheating. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is the prompt sheet for episode 10. The name you have here is Theories. Theories. These are theories that I have come up with that I... Have no real proof of, but this is what you believe. Yes. Support your ideas. Okay. Here's the first one. Here's how this is going to work. I'm going to read it out. He's going to do his explanation of his theory. And then if mine differs from his, then I'll do mine. Yep. And it's not an argument. I'm not trying to prove right or wrong. This is a discussion. This is just his conspiracy theories based on stuff that's happened in life. But not the bad kind of conspiracy theories. It's not conspiracy theories and saying that's... It's fan fiction of theories is what it is. It's your take on it. That's like conspiracy theories, diet conspiracy theory. Yeah. Fan fiction is diet conspiracy theory almost. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, These... Discussions mostly just provide different (coughs) options, so. Alright. First bullet point is, why we tend to forget small and repetitive acts. Okay. Now explain what that means first. You walk into the door. You walk walk home. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You enter the door and you put your key someplace. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you do that repetitively, repetitively enough that... Even if you get interrupted, let's say instead of dropping the keys off right away, mm-hmm. you pick up the mail and then you go to the kitchen and you drop everything off. Because dropping the keys off is such a small act and a repetitive act, your brain uh, con- uh, kind of con- gets rid of the memory. Like, you know what happened. Your brain uh, <clears throat> consolidates the re- Every repetitive action, every small or repetitive action has a non-priority memory. Okay. So it doesn't give it a stronger memory. So that's why you think we tend to forget small or repetitive acts? That, and it also explains why the older we are, time seems faster. Is because during... Unless you're at work and you work in food service, then time is very fucking slow regardless of age. But even even then... I'm just kidding. <laughs> even then, uh, your memories are overlapping uh, of previous days. So I'd be like, oh my god, so this happened yesterday, and they'd be like, Leah, that was last week Tuesday. Like, are you sure? Because it's all the fucking same. Yep. Because your brain consolidates... Uh, basically That's why stacks. I set alarms for stuff. Yeah, it basically... Your brain Cookies. stacks... Your brain stacks... Uh, repetitive actions on Until top of each other. Until they kind of mesh into each other. Yeah, when I when I ask... The forgotten memory pit. Yeah, when I ask for, okay, which airline are you taking? When I'm taking someone to, to the airline, the airport. You don't remember their answers two days later. I No, I don't. 
Um, what I do remember, what I do try to remember is other sensations. I try to tag to connect it. Try to tag different <coughs> sensations, a smell, like or why hearing. a song will bring up a specific set of memories that you haven't thought of in fifteen years. Yes, I understand. And also, um, <coughs> it also helps. Uh, <laughs> it helps. Uh, now I just lost track of what where my th- brain was going, but. Sorry, honey. The um, would you like to hear my take on your? Sure. So why we tend to forget small and repetitive acts? I completely agree with you on with everything that you said. Being someone who works in a food service industry, the only thing that really changes is the slice of the day, and I literally mean the slice that we sell every day changes. Everything even, else is basically the same. Yeah, even though it's on a weekly basis, all yeah, and even though the customers change and what they order changes, it's all. From the exact same pile of options. Yep. And so you do tend to forget the connective parts. Like, wait, how did I get from the kitchen to the front of the counter without going through here? And they're like, Lee, you just walked past this five minutes ago. Like, are you sure? Mm -hmm. Because I don't remember doing it. And it's because I walk the same hallways every single freaking day. Yep. It's kind of like a video game hallway. Like, you're like, wait. This seems familiar, babe. You've played this game 16 times. Yeah, but not in this playthrough. Yes. That's what it is. Okay. Wait, did I save? Let me save again. Wait. Did I Did I save? Wait, did I save? If I don't know, <laughs> I'll just resave. And if I really care, I can recheck what I would load as an option, but it's really not necessary. Just resave it. I'd like to save. And that's save. why our system is filled with so many save files and no space. Yeah, that's what I'd like to also give a shout out to Song Wong, uh, the voice actor, <laughs> giving us that... Nice joke. Wait, did I save? Wait, wait, did I save? <laughs> I said her no. I've never even played that game, and that that thing gives me pure joy. Every no, time that's I think that, it. that's actually him doing uh, made up uh, stuff. No, I understand. I've never played the game that it's from. What's the game? Tactics. It, no, no. There's there, the almost every JRPG has where the main character. Not the ones I played. Oh wait, I don't play RPGs. <laughs> JRPGs. I hate them. Dead okay. air. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> have a moment of silence for all the poor video games that just weeped because um, they never got to be played by me. Okay, so why we tend to forget small and repetitive acts? It's mostly because. Like he said, when you do the same thing over and over again, your mind is like, oh, this is a repeat. Like, okay, when you get deja vu, you're not actually experiencing deja vu. You're remembering the last time you remembered this exact thing. Not the exact time it happened. Now, for me, I have a lot of deja vu moments, and it makes me upset because I know for a fact that they've never happened. Because half the time, there's a big incident that hadn't happened yet, so there's no way... It could be deja vu. More often than not, it's you. It's having you in my life. Mm. Because when we were running your paper route, I was like, wait a second. This already happened. And you've never done And I've never been there with you. Yeah. Like, that's when we first met. There was no way it could have been deja vu, which freaked me out a bit. (laughs) But then again, I'm a, you know, the type of person who has a third eye. So we'll discuss that on another podcast. Um... But no, I completely agree with you. It's kind of like when you walk through a doorway and you have no idea what you came in there for. It's an actual thing. Yep. Walking through the doorway 
triggers your mind to go, ooh, new area, and it runs forward, and the, your ideas are left in the room you left. Because you notice how you go back in the first room, you kind of glance around, and go, oh, yeah, that's what I needed. Because that room's connected to the first series of thought processes, whereas the second room is connected to a whole new set of processes. Mm -hmm. And so that literal doorway is what's causing the problem. Compartmentalizing. Exactly, without your permission, by the fucking way. <laughs> it's like, okay, if you were outside and you had to get from one side of the park to the other, because where you were were the bathrooms, the other side of the park was the picnic area, and you had to go back to get your purse. You wouldn't forget that you were going to get your purse. No. No, because there's nothing stopping you from remembering your goal. Mm -hmm. Especially since you still got to pee. Mm -hmm. All right, so now we're going to go to the next bullet point, unless you had anything else you wanted to add to the first one. Um, no, because he's forgot. Get it? Yes. It's funny. <laughs> Why you... I don't get this one. Why you should imagine a measure stick... As the sum of science. Now, please explain to me why your question mark looks like a weird nose. Uh, everyone... No, we'll explain that later. <laughs> Just the question I asked. Okay. Um, First, explain what the hell a measure stick is, and then we'll go. What? You, okay. I see a ruler in my head. Yes. So. But I say measure stick because so when some people say ruler, I don't want to say if. Let repeat the question again. Let's Why should you imagine a measure stick as the sum of science? Now repeat it with ruler. Why should you imagine a ruler as a sum of science? Oh, okay, I get it. So that's so basically you're saying a thing a, that you use to measure yes. distance. Yes. It could be a Taylor measuring tape, which is flexible. It yep. could be a actual measuring tape that you know yep. goes back into itself or a ruler. Yep. I understand. Or my knuckle. Yeah. Okay, go. Actually, that's a pretty good uh, explanation from what I was going to set up. Okay. Um, now, a measuring stick has set boundaries. Mm-hmm. You can apply that to almost every surface or everything you can uh, apply to. Yes, especially if it's fabric. Now, the creation of the measuring stick or the, the inches, centimeters, and all that are... They all exist already in the universe. Okay, we're in America, in case that hadn't gotten through with the whole centimeters inches yeah. thing. Um, but the the measurement is already there. All we're doing is, is applying, identifying it. applying the identifying and basically marking a predictable area. I understand. I so stuff. So when you think of EMC uh, square. E equals MC square. You're not actually what you think of is a a formula which measure uh, which is the distance or what is energy. Okay. That is actually just a predictable measurement. Right, which is why people say you can't measure like love, for instance, that it's not measurable. Yeah. But it depends on what you want it to be. Yes. Because if you know what you want it to be, then you can measure it. It can be quantifiable. Yes. It just depends on what you're expecting out of it. Now... For me, love is when I ask you to put your socks on my feet and you do it. Yeah. And he puts them on the way I like. Not always, because he's usually messing with me, but he usually puts them on the way I it's like. A, it's, a, it's a form of having something predictable there. Right. Something you can actually repeat over and over right. again. Right. It's not your guess. You yes. know the answer. Now... Um, when I tell them there's two ounces of cheese on that garlic bread, 
Opinions, on the other hand, are just like what you said. They're the, the, the measurement of a knuckle. Because the size of our knuckle varies. Yes. And yet I was told in middle school that my knuckle was an inch. Yes. The question is, is it an inch? I don't have any... Because I've been using it to measure stuff for a really long time. I don't, I don't have... I have a measuring tape in that box. We can do it later. Yeah. But that's... Um, so when you think of a, a, a different formula... But see, then again, that's also objective because they say if you take your arm, yeah. your hand in the form of a fist, yeah. and put your elbow into the opening of a pair of pants, and then put your fist to the other side, if it fits comfortably, it will fit your waist. Huh. Now, our arms are not the same size and neither are our waist. Nope. But that form of measurement is said to hold true for everyone. No. That's my point. I said it's said to hold true. Yeah. This is the thing. It's like when they de design clothes for fat women. They think that just because your cup size went up, everything else went up. No, that's... No, because I work with a young lady who probably has, I'd say, double Ds. They're massive, and her waist is like the size of my forearm. She's a tiny little girl, but she has massive boobs. And so if she had to get a size shirt to fit just her breast, she'd be swimming in it. Mm -hmm. But they don't think that way. No. It's, it's, uh, but, going, but I understand what you're saying with the perceived notion of what is true. The, the, no, the science part, what I'm trying to say is that science is not a religion per se. It's a form of how you measure the universe. And every time, let's say like a... Thought, uh, theories and laws mm -hmm. of science. They're actually just measurements, the most defined parts, uh, defined measurements. And at one point they weren't even used. Yes. They, Somebody eventually used them. Much like how uh, some uh, before uh, the, the creation of the ruler, or in, in some countries, they, they still used use... They used whatever they had. Yeah, they still They would use, walk with their feet. No, nah, they used uh, measurement like stones. Oh, yeah. As, or, as a form That's of measurement. Smart. Or they'd be like, all right, it's three feet to the other side of the room, and they literally put their feet in front of each other three times, yeah. and then wonder why nobody got to the same distance, because yeah. it's not a set, concise form of measurement. It's your own personal form. So science... I still use my knuckle. Science. As long as the form of measurement I'm using is consistent across everything I'm measuring, that doesn't really matter what I use, does it? Yeah. I could take a stick... And be like, okay, this car is three and a half sticks long. Then I take that and I measure fabric. Oh, this fabric's now three and a half sticks long. It'll still fit. Mm -hmm. I might not ha have the exact kind of measurement, but anybody else is going to understand. Yeah. But as long as my measurement is concise, we good. Yeah, but... Uh, so I understand what you're saying. It's a form of uh, me measuring out or creating a more defined measurement for the universe or various aspects of the universe that can be repeated with, by by everybody and not just and even objective. if it has to be translated over to a different form of the same thing it's still usable yes i understand so i agree with him so we won't need to be compounding on that one all right let's do this one bullet point number three the social incentives of silicon valley's rules for a person to need to have two failed startups explain uh let me unpack that yeah, you unpack that step-by-step, step, motherfucker. Okay. Um, if you have a startup or want to start do a uh, tech business in Silicon Valley, 
there is a general rule that some venture capitalists or a uh, angel investors or anything like that, there there are some of them that say that they won't do business with you unless you had already have two failed startups. Which doesn't really make sense. Now explain to me. Okay. Maybe I'll get it by the end. Now, social aspect wise, two failed startups means it boils down to that you have spent money. Uh, you have the money that you can spend to put into it or have the connections that lasted through two startups. Even though they failed. Yes. You technically went through all the motions required to make them. Yes. And they also want to know that your idea or your company or your business or your thing is worthwhile enough for you to personally invest. Yes. Yes, you want to look for extra investors to grow it and then they make their money back plus a little off the top. Yeah. But they want to know that you're willing to put your own money into it. Because if you're not willing to put your own money into it, what the fuck are they going to do? Yeah. Why would they want to put their money into your business? And Shark take. And the second part of that is is that what they uh, it's actually a hazing process. It really is. It's, it's like it's, making you stay up all night dressed as a girl and you get a paddle in front of the group. And number three, what it does is, is that it teaches you the various inner workings of Silicon Valley through failures. So instead of going through a business school or anything like that, what they're going to do is actually start a business school, give you all these tools, but then throw you out in the real world, which has different sets of tools depending on each person. Like how high school didn't teach you how to sew on a button, write a check, or change a tire? Yep. Uh, so I taught that to myself. Thank you very much. Before even high school. Yeah, it was in middle school. Yeah. We had the best little class. I don't know if you had it. I don't even remember what it was called. We got pins and rulers and stuff. <laughs> they showed us how to write a check. They showed us how to balance a checkbook. It was very cool. Nice. I don't remember how to do it, and now checks are completely superfluous, but it was fun at the time. <laughs> but the, the fact... like that big word? Yeah. yeah. The, the second part, uh, what it, that means is for so, uh, fa- having two failed startups also means is that... Uh, you have persistence? You actually paid sort of like a college education to continue. You've you've dug your trenches and now they're going to help you up? No. Uh, they did, uh, Silicon Valley has set up certain classes to help do set, uh, startups, but the environment and ecosystems start, uh, Silicon Valley differs from the... Uh, uh, the classes, so it basically just brings out more money into Silicon Valley. Okay. And uh, I don't Okay, since I didn't understand it to begin with, and I still don't understand it now, I will not be adding anything to that last bullet point. Now I'm supposed to turn the purple over, and on the back it says fetish. Yep. What's, what, what's a fetish, honey? That's something that you have. No, you have to explain to me what it is. <laughs> What a fetish is? Mm-hmm. A fetish is a uh, developed uh, mental chemical uh, reward system that is unique to each person, but ver- uh, can have a common thread through actions. Wow, that was like really detailed. I was going to be like ass, but okay. Um, 
I'm supposed to be coming up with new fetishes. He made me a little dry erase board next to the fridge in case they hit me while I'm cooking, apparently. And I tried, but mm, no. I didn't really come up with new fetishes so much as expanded on options they already have. Yes. I came up with pickle-flavored lube. Okay. Or condoms, because people really like pickles, which is gross. I don't like pickles. But you don't like what a It pickle- is a sanitary option than actually having pickles in you. Yes. <laughs> you know how, like, a big dill pickle looks with all the bumps and the ridges and everything? That's what a condom would look like, because they have ribbed condoms. Yep. And it would taste like pickle juice. Yep. But it wouldn't obviously cause, you know, a yeast infection. Uh-huh. And then the lube would also have that flavoring. And it, there's there's obviously variants. That's just the one I came up with. That, there are people that want, it, that want that, and they're like, ooh, I want to try that now. No, like, think chocolate-covered strawberries. Think, you know, there's tons of different lube cuts flavors but i went the wrong way with the pickle <laughs> um the other one i can't what was the other one uh, i can't remember it was like edible butt beads yes yes edible butt and vagina beads because you know if you're doing some ass play you honestly gonna you, you're gonna be fine with the ass you got some noobs who freak out when they didn't properly take care of it we, we should we should specify we don't do ass play thank you but no we also but want to I am clarify, also very well educated because I read a lot. We also want to clarify that, again, we do like inventing new fetishes, but if you want to try this yourself... Do some research. Do it yourself. Do don't research. Don't send us any information on it. Keep it to yourself. We don't want photos. We don't want we photos. Don't want we don't photos. want photos. We will post those on Google if you play. We don't want, we don't we don't want, want videos. We don't want anything. We just... We're just we're just throwing options out into the universe so you can enjoy them. Yes, that's we don't the, want to enjoy them with you. Yep. Um, but no, like most sex toys, obviously, when you're finished, have to be properly cleaned if you don't want any side effects or repercussions. Yep. But they have edible panties. Mm-hmm. They have edible lube. Mm-hmm. So why shouldn't they have edible vaginal toys or edible anal toys? Jawbreakers. Well, I mean, kind of. <laughs> it actually goes back to a naughty story that I read at one point. Um, long story short, they were sitting at the bar, and he kept dipping sh- cherries into her and then putting them in his drink and eating them. And it was like, I don't know, five, six years ago that I read this, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little less, whatever. That's what clicked it in my mind. I was like, oh, I got another one. I wrote it down. Um, I'm sure some people would enjoy that, I guess. Um... What was the last one? Oh, the last one was just a repeat. It was shoe boobs. Yeah, shoe boobs. Shoe boobs was an accident, but it was hilarious. Yes. It's literally where you just slam shoes onto your boobs. Not slam shoes. It's like cup you, them. It's kind of like a bra made of shoes. Yes. So if you have a foot or shoe fetish, you get to add boobs to it. Yay. 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 Um, that's all I have for now for the fetishes. Uh. Do you have any other bullet points you want to discuss, sweetie? Uh, you got a boring one. The credit score thing? Yes. What is that about? Okay. I have a theory about credit score. I don't actually know the history of what a credit score is. Um, what do you think the use of a credit score is? Mm, do you really want my honest action? Or yes. do you want... Uh, <clears throat> Sprinkle me with some truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, basically, I think it is a contrived way of controlling you and your finances. 
Almost. Because if you have the nerve to check it, oop, oop, it went down, which doesn't make any sense because how are you supposed to improve it if you don't have the ability to monitor it? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And then they've got all these different companies that are like, oh, look at your credit cards for free. Enter all your personal information, including your social security number. Send us a drop of blood. Then we'll give you the number. Oh, look, it's the same number you have from the other three bureaus. You know why? Because it's not real. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. My credit score is one. As far as she knows. No, seriously, that it's one. I don't exist. Yay! You you uh you have. I mean, I exist because I'm a two hundred some flower woman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, when I'm trying to cross the street, apparently I'm not there because they're always like almost hitting me. You think you could see all this? I mean, I know I wear black, but damn, yep. is daylight? Yep. Come on now, y'all. Yep. But okay, whatever. What do you think it is, sweetie? Um. I think it's a Hallmark holiday. Oh, wait, that's what I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Almost. I would celebrate White Day with you, though. If you don't uh, know what that is, look it up. Yep. Um, uh, what I'm imagining is uh, going back to history during the 1960s. Now, I don't have any Proof of, this. of any of this. I don't have, uh, haven't read any of this. I only heard bits and pieces every once in a while. But... Uh, the invention of the credit card was actually a uh, club card for uh, rich people to give credit uh, to pay for like lunches and all that. Hmm. And then they would actually pay the cl- uh, club uh, to then actually pay whatever services that they use the card for. Can we just go back to bartering? But what I'm assuming the credit card uh, credit score is is way out of proportion, explained not well enough for people to understand. So I'm going to try to properly explain what a credit score is. A credit score is a measured uh, number for how you assess your promises and keep your promises on financial situations. Now I I try to Damn you someone all intelligent and shit? Where does this <laughs> where was this in the last like two podcasts? I try to that uh, ex- uh clarify that assessing your own promises involves knowing how your social circle can help support your promise. Which is why when you go into poverty or anything like that, why the credit score is lower is because if... You don't you, have any resources or social standing to draw on. Yes. If you... Let's say if I went to a bank and say, I want to take a loan... They'd be like... <laughs> your, my number is going to... Get your ass left out. My number is going to reflect how I assess... My financial promises and without how, any real facts. Yes, it's a black and white interpretation of you as a person dwindled down to a few numbers without any circumstances explained. Yes, because they don't care. Yes, all they care about is the numbers. Well, let me become a hacker and we can make some numbers up. <laughs> numbers on a screen can be manipulated, baby. And what's even worse? That's the Buffy episode. She goes in to get a loan and they won't give her a loan and she saves his life and he still won't give her a loan. Oh. What's even worse is that uh, when it comes to minorities, 
the reflection of their own credit score is still subjective enough to where they think the loan officer assumes that their social standing, their social structure around them won't support uh, them uh, even if if they can't pay it on time. I have a good example of this. My aunt went in to get a new car. Yep. Her car was fine, but she had a little bit of work. It was about $700 worth of work that needed to be done on the vehicle. Well, she didn't want to pay that, so her brilliant idea was to go in and get refinanced and get a lease on a new car and pay more than that in two months of car payments alone because she's an idiot. Yeah. So... She went in and she traded that car in and got a new car. Well, she got a truck. and Which is more expensive. Which is more expensive because it was a brand new truck. Yep. Well, she's handicapped, so she couldn't even get in and out of it. So she had to go back and get that one taken back and got a car instead. Now, the point of all this is she told them at the office, she was like, honestly, I don't think I can afford to pay the amount every month that they set up. Like, it's too much for the, the new lease. And so the guy pulls up her paperwork. Now, this is a different gentleman than the first gentleman that had helped her. And he goes, what are you talking about? You've got like $2,000 of disposable income here. That's not even going towards bills. And she's like, I got what now? She only gets $1,100 a month. What? Now, after her bills, they said she still had another $2,000. That's SSI, all right. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's because the guy who helped her in the first place completely faked her amount. So that she could get approved for the loan to get the car so he could get the sale. Uh, I'm not even kidding. And she didn't find out about that until after she signed all the papers. But she didn't want to get him in trouble because he's a really nice guy. So what'd she do? She paid for it every single month until she couldn't afford to do it anymore. And she was so far in debt that she had to have my mom help her with half the payment. So they were splitting it. Now my mom's on the same boat. She don't make any money either. She gets less than my aunt does. Okay? Mm-hmm. Fast forward six months. Now my aunt can't even afford her half of the payment. So they come to me. And, of course, I'm going to help. Yeah. So I start paying for half the car, and we all share it, which is a super fun experience, by the way. It was very fun, though. Oh, days. it was so much fun. So hey, after... I, I, need to go, I need the car to go to, to work. No, Okay, well, I'm in Watertown. What? But, I'm, out of the, I'm out of the state. Yeah. You're out of luck. What? Take the bus. Um, I'm not paying all this money every month to not have a car to use. Yeah. So anyway, after all of this, and I've been paying on the car for two years, which is almost like $5,000 I paid in two years Mm -hmm. to not own the car since it was supposed to be a lease. We're not supposed to own it. So I'm paying, I'm paying, I'm paying. So they go back in again and they take this car in, which is the third car from these people. And they turn it in for another new lease. Without even talking. Without even discussing it with me. Even though I'm now still supposed to expect it to pay the other half of the car. And the payment went up. And the insurance went up. And lo and behold, I get told after I buy new car seat covers that, oh, by the way, this isn't a lease. This is a rent to buy. Basically, lease to own. And it's technically still in my aunt's name, but she expects me to pay for it for the next six years. And then at the end of the six years, it'll be my car. Except for the fact that it's still technically in her name, and she's that much of a bitch that at the end of six years, she could legally take it back from me. Yep. Even though I paid for it. Yep. Because there's no proof that I paid for it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm trying to figure this out and make sure this is going to work. Add to the fact at the end of that, maybe a month later, they go, oh, yeah, by the way, we can't afford our half of the car anymore either. We're going to take it back and file bankruptcy. 
So the only person out of vehicle in winter is me. Yep. I got a little off topic. The point of all of that... No, no, you're reinforcing what I said about right. how the fact that a credit score is basically... Manipulation. The person, uh, the person's uh, view of how their social structure supports them, but also how they assess their own uh, promise, how to keep their own promises. Right, so. and all this time her credit score hasn't even been affected. Yep. Her credit score is perfect, and I don't exist, even though I've been paying for a car for two years every month on time like clockwork. Yep. I don't get any credit for it because technically it's not under me. Mm-hmm. This is my life. Um, the point of all this was the fact that the car dealership faked up her income in order to get himself a sale and put her in financial difficulty, and she let him. Because she can't let her credit card can't let her credit score get messed up. She also has two credit cards totaling. All of her debt right now with the new car that she put on a lease and all this other stuff was like sixty plus thousand dollars in debt. Why do we not have a credit card? Because my aunt's debt is sixty plus thousand dollars. No, 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 no. Why do we? Why do we think we can't have a credit card? Can't. Don't want. Okay. Uh, um. Because so, if I can't afford to buy things with cash, I sure as hell can't afford to charge them and pay for them later. Yeah. And as much as I'm not that's, an idiot... That's as an far, assessment of a promise. As much as I'm not stupid and I know how to handle bills and I know how to handle money, I wouldn't want to have that disposable income to even try to attempt to, to splurge. Yeah. No. No. That's, that's an no. assessment of a promise. If I was going to get a credit card, what I would do... Is get the credit card the with other, the low I'm talking. The other part of the assessment of the promise is that you also know that if you actually had a credit card and you spent a lot of money, you could not ask anybody around you to help Oh, God, you. no. Ain't nobody got no damn money. Yeah. Plus, it's my debt. It's my fault. So, it does the Matthew... Unless somebody o- sold my card and spent it. It does the Matthew effect where the only rich get richer and the poor get poorer. There actually is a Matthew effect. I know, I'm looking at him. So, (laughs) if I was going to get a credit card, what I would do is get the credit card with a very, very low interest rate. And as long as you pay it off, however much you spend, as long as you pay it off by or before the due date, there is no interest. Mm-hmm. It's the interest that they get you on because, oh shit, I spent $300 on these new tires, but then all of a sudden I got laid off. Or all of a sudden this check's less than it should be, and I don't have the money to pay it by the day it's due. Oh, look, another $150 in interest. God dang it, what should I have done? No. If you don't have the money to buy the stuff, don't buy it. Sorry, it's left over from my mother. You, um, also, you also talked about something that's left over from my mother, which is that uh, one of the few faults that she had was not being able to find, get money where uh, spending she was not good with uh, saving. So when I opened up my savings account and had a, a debit card, she some uh, the tires blew on the vehicle and then we had to use my card to help uh, buy new tires, which ruined my credit score and my credit even before I turned 18. Uh-huh. Now... What I would do is I would get the credit card with a low interest rate, and I would go shopping like I'd normally go shopping. 
mm-hmm. by the groceries I was going to buy, by the house supplies I was already normally going to buy, yep. that I had the physical cash, the digital cash to purchase. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I was done, I would send in a check for the payment amount of what I spent. Yep. Immediately. Yep. That builds your credit quickly, and it also makes sure that you, one, can't go over, two, don't have any interest. Yep. That's literally as simple as it gets. I just don't feel like dealing with it. A lot of We're not financially stable enough, like everybody in a mama to deal with it. Babe, can we can we jump off topic for a second? Okay. Can I cut your hair? No. Well, why though? No. Don't you trust me? I do trust you. Okay, so can I cut your hair? In about a year. I know you want to grow it out to yes. donate it again. Yes. But it's not going to be long enough in a year. Two Better. years. No, I want to. Two years. I want to cut it before it's all gone. Nope. You're so stubborn. And? No, that was it. <laughs> I really want to. Like, I'm looking at it and I'm seeing all these cute little styles that I could do with it, and you just don't want to do it. No. It would look so adorable. No. Yes. No. It would look beautiful. I know you look beautiful, but... Is it because you don't want me personally to cut it? You don't trust me to be able to properly cut your hair? No. I just don't want to cut it in a cut. I want to grow it out so I can donate it again. He does that. He donates his hair. It's a very beautiful ginger color. Love you. Mm. You cut it for What's-Your-Face's wedding. That was a special occasion. Well, I'm, I'm not a special occasion. <laughs> you see how he walked right into that? That's marriage entrapment. Technically, I'm allowed to do it, but it's frowned upon. But it's fine. No, seriously. No. Would it make you feel better if I let you cut my hair? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's even more entrapment right there. I know, because I've been trying to grow my hair out like for a really long time. Not to donate it, because selfishly I dye my hair and they won't take it because it's chemically you have per- abused. You persevered with growing your hair out because I know how much you like. I loved my hair. It was so long. I was like 17 or 18 and it was as long as like the middle of my back and I didn't know how to style it or do anything with it because I was young and so I chopped it all off and it's been short since. Yep. My hair used to be an inch in the back and just under my cheeks in the front. It was white, bleach white, and pink. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm an adult and my hair is longer and black. Probably what you're still an adult, and you can still uh, donate, uh, color it uh, purple. I could color whatever color I want it, but black is the easiest to maintain. Yep, (laughs) I'm low maintenance. (laughs) I don't got time for that shit. I've got like an inch and a half of root right now. Okay, it looks like I'm bald because my hair underneath it's lighter, so it's coming in super super light. So I look bald headed. It's very upsetting. Because if my hair is blonde and the roots come in, then it looks black. Like, come on now, Mm y'all. We're not done yet. I don't know why you're putting that away. We're done. We are not done. We have one more bullet point. No, we we already did the bullet point. Mm-mm, yeah. Your bullet points. What do you want to talk about? I have a bullet point for you. What? Where's the Mask FM questions? We do Ask FM on every one of these. Hold on. I have to get my... No, it's fine. Um, I'll make some up. Uh, so, what? Hold on. Can you record while you're going into here? Hold on. Let me see. I'm messing with my phone. <laughs> it's going to be okay. As long as you find what you're looking for. Uh, oh, Shiza. <laughs> I'm still in airport, uh, airplane mode. Oh, good job, honey. 
Hi, that's my brother Mason, the Grand Slam Williams. And that's my brother Luke, the slightly less than a Grand Slam Williams. We're brothers. And inventors. Every Thursday we invent something brand new before your very ears on our podcast, Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. Like one time we made a board game. And uh, we did a card game, too, that's similar, but it's not always games. Yeah, yeah like we did uh, breakfast cereal. And, and a toilet, too. Uh, and we invented a vegetable. <laughs> sort of. So, hey, check out Hey, I've Got an Idea Show wherever you get your podcasts or at com. Put it in your ears. Come on. It's a sad little kitty. Yes, it is. Anyway, so... Sending it to you right now. That's why we don't have a credit card. Because I'm not stupid enough to attempt to try to pay off something. When we can't even afford to go to the doctor. Oh, look, I got a photo. (laughs) Okay. Do you ever Google yourself? You can Google yourself? Yes, you can Google yourself. Really? We're doing that later. I use Google for a lot of stuff, but never for myself. Uh, I Google a lot of stuff that should be incognito mode, but I live dangerous. (laughs) I try to Google myself to see if there's a a Oh, see, you have a social media presence. I don't have that. Yeah. So I'm going to find like 17,000 women with my name, and they're all going to be more interesting than me. Yeah, just don't answer that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Safety first, dude. They're going to be interesting ah, online, but the, you're my nothing pro- compared. You're to my me. priority. Oh yeah, this motherfucker. Do you prefer to be alone or around people? Do you count Alo- as people? Uh, person. I prefer to be around person. This yeah. motherfucker. That's about it. Yep. How do I find a boyfriend at the mall? It's <laughs> a real question. Ten hours ago. We can just skip that because. How do you, you know. find a boyfriend at a mall? Uh, you drop your tray and see who comes to help you pick it up. If he's 40 and he works there, you know, at least he has a job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had... It doesn't say how old they are. Yep. Have you ever had to look after anyone? We talked about my mama. Yep. She... You took care. We don't she, have any children. So. You took care of her. No, that, I took care of every single one of my siblings. It was me, my mom, one older sibling, two younger siblings, 17 pets, and I'm not kidding about the 17 part. And I took care of everybody at 15 years old. Shit. Anyway, no for you? Uh, technically? Technically, no, unless I want to count junior mittens. <sighs> Cats. What about Pumpkin? You don't love him? <laughs> what kind of toothbrush do you use for brushing your teeth? How carefully do you choose it? I use a Mario uh, spin brush. It was $5 in yeah. the kids section. Yep. My last one was Princess, and this new one is stickers. Mm-hmm. Of course, I, I didn't put the stickers on it because they're going to get wet, but I'm going to have him draw on it. Yep. We're this many. <laughs> okay. Without which invention, it's difficult... Go ahead, say it like this. Without which invention, it's difficult to imagine our life nowadays. So what invention would our life be difficult or it's hard to imagine our life without it? Uh, Cell phone, one. I was going to go with vibrators, but you know what? That's not really for everyone. Yep. 
some people like my the time machine. Honestly, if I didn't have that thing, I really don't know what I'd be doing today. <laughs> because honestly, I never really met him the first time around. TV. I had to go back and fix things. <laughs> Do you know that's why you're losing your hair? Maybe. One of the reasons. The other one is stress. Yes. Yeah, that's why my hair's thinning. I would have to say the invention that it's most difficult to imagine my life without. It would have to be my phone because I read so many books on my Kindle app on my phone and it just takes up so much of my life. Mm -hmm. I read a lot, but my brain isn't storing them anymore. I used to be able to pick up a book off a shelf and read the title and read the back and be like, oh yeah, this and this and this and this happened. Yeah. Now I look at a book and I'm like, did I read you? I bought you six years ago. I feel like maybe I read you. Mm. Three quarters of the way through, I have the idea. No, I read this one. No, it's a tactile thing. It's bullshit. It's it's what I go, went, went back on the first point, uh, bullet points, is that you didn't have that sensory sensation with the No, memories. I understand it. It's just it used to connect. Yeah. I used to be able to remember. Now I can't remember what I did yesterday. Okay. Well, I can remember what I did yesterday and the day before because we had some serious fucking issues at work. Yes. But that's because of all the adrenaline basically stamped that shit into my brain with a nail. Yeah. Um, are you going to the cemetery on Halloween? It's a very <laughs> specific question. Maybe. Why would you ever go to a cemetery on Halloween? Sands. the fuck? Hi. Why would you go to a cemetery on Halloween to do a seance? Because it's calm. It's cold outside. It's calm. You better go it's... to a mausoleum. It's cold. <laughs> bring me a coat or some shit. Get one of those pop-up tents. The, the... Ooh, then I'd do it. Yeah. That's going to be my complaint is the weather. <laughs> not the dead summoning that we're doing. The weather itself. The ghost's going to come up and be like, damn it, it is fucking cold. I'd be like, babe, I fucking told you it was cold. Okay. <laughs> Are you... My nipples froze off again. Again. Are you interested in astronomy? Which star do you like the most? That's a really weird, specific question as well. Do you like a star specifically, honey? I... Have I do. Huh. I don't really have time to look up at the sky anymore because I usually just rush home to see him before he goes to work and then I don't go back outside. Once I'm home, I'm home and that's the end of it. I used to uh, look at the sky, uh, the stars when I was in Boy Scouts, but uh, not so much anymore. I like Orion's belt. Mm -hmm. One, because it's easily identifiable. Mm -hmm. And two, because it's easily identifiable. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just like it. I like watching the fact that the three points have stayed in a line. Mm -hmm. Like, I like it. Okay. Um, that's it. That's the last FM question. Okay. Do you want to talk about the other um, things you sent me? Uh, the other lists? Or is that, like, for different times? That's for... I, I, get, I gave you three ideas for each theme... The next one's going to be... And you wrote them down. Yeah. The next one's going to be Airplane. The following after that is Smartwatch. And the one after that is Comics. And the one after that is Game Dev. Uh, three ideas for each of those uh, themes. Okay. Um, we're kind of dwindling down here. Did you want to do a shout out to the guys? Oh, shit. I guess I can put in that ad... One when I was looking for the FM, Ask FM break. 
That's a good break. Okay. Um, it's gonna be, it's a, well, I guess we don't have to tell them what it is. It's for Hey, I Got an Idea show. Yeah. They're kind of awesome. Yep. I was listening to their condiments episode, and that's where I got the idea for the... Pickles? No. For the edible oh. vagina beads. <laughs> I'm serious. Think of it like the candy necklaces. Yeah. That tasted terrible, but you ate them anyway, and they were covered with the neck sweat, and you still ate them. Basically, that's what it is. Num, num, Salty num, vagina num, 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 sweat num, num, beads. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Dude, it's like 540. You have to go to bed. Yep. You work tonight. Okay. Oh, yeah. You want to know? Okay. Mm. What? So. You have news for me? I have nothing for you. He works <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week. Right? And I work literally all day. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So when, Like, it's not a joke. Like, I'm not even going to see him. I work until what's considered closing for us, and then I have to be back bright and early to open the next morning. It's not even, like, a 10-hour difference between the two. And it's it's ridiculous. And I literally work a 10-hour day. And you don't even have a ride home. No. And I work a 10-hour day the next day. So I'm literally not going to see you until sometime on Sunday, provided you're awake. Hopefully I'm awake. I don't know at this point. Yeah. So today's really going to be the last day that I get to see you before all this starts. And then I'm off on Wednesday, but you work. So I might get to see you if you're up at some point. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for thanks listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find out more things at MiterBump.com. If you have any questions, you can ask on Twitter at Twitter.com slash MiterBump. And to support this podcast, please and thank you, you can support us, well, mostly him, on Patreon at Patreon.com If you support me, you'll support her. Not really, because I'm bigger than him. I'd be at the <laughs> bottom of the pyramid, but okay. Uh, thanks again, guys. Tune in next week for more ideas. Thank you, guys. This is... This is Pitching Ideas with Wifey. Who are you? I'm Miterbump. And I'm Mrs. Miterbump. you got to get in the habit of it. <laughs> Sorry. That's my favorite part. I never thought I'd be Mrs. Anything. So this is nice. <laughs>